All right, let's do this. Welcome to Murder Gymnastics, a wrestling podcast. It's a new month, it's a new name, but the same 80s wrestling kids are going to be here talking about our one of our favorite things. So uh, it's Mr. Meany here. Uh, nice to see you. I'm as with as good lord. Is this my first time doing this? As always, my buddy Paul from Alberta. How's it going, bud? Good. Coming off the top rope. Right. And apparently yeah. smacking me in the face because I can't talk. <laughs> my brain's not working. It's okay. Both those things are overrated. I guess, <laughs> unless you're doing a podcast. Yeah. yeah. People, people tune in to hear the mistakes. They tune in to hear it's the true. real life action. You know, the, the spills, exactly. the thrills. If you want polish, you came to the wrong place. It's, it's called murder <laughs> gymnastics. So, you know, you're really in the wrong place. So true fact. How's it going, man? How's life? Going great. Yeah, life busy, you know, getting through winter every time you think oh, you're everything you're done, old man winter puts you in another headlock. So I see people on the west coast complaining about their snow, and I'm like, you have no idea. You have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Plus, hate to break it to you. It's February. <laughs> in in Canada, since we're up north, it's uh yeah. The Great White North, they, they call it that for a reason. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's mid to late February. You're not done with winter no matter <laughs> how much you wish you were. Exactly. So yeah, it's 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 February. It's time to once again dive into some uh some professional wrestling glorious chats. Uh I feel like unfortunately we need to to start somewhere I didn't ever want to start, and that's a quick little shout out to Jay Briscoe. Um, yeah you know when you go if you listen if for anyone that's listened to the sequence and they listened to last episode you'd hear this actually the last couple episodes you hear us do an entire episode on one of their matches and last episode we were talking about you know wrestler the you know team of the year and so much excitement i i'm still i'm still reeling from that news i don't usually take celebrity deaths like this but that one really got me yeah me too like it it was the kind of thing where I'm pretty sure it was you told me that that he had passed, yeah. and it was one of those things where, yeah, like it it didn't seem real, and you didn't want to believe it, especially for a, such a talented guy that we were just learning about and just getting oh. introduced to. And I mean, you feel awful for his family and everybody involved, but yeah, just just awful, just shitty. And like, uh, like his brother, like they they do they did everything. To, I almost said they do. They did everything together, right? Like they were synonymous. They weren't individuals. And now, like, what a brave guy! Because I watched his, you know, he he fought on Ring of Honor like like a week later, you know, on his own, and and uh, you know, it seemed like everyone in the building was crying, and he came out with like, I'm sure he was like dying inside, but he he put on a hell of a show, and the, the guy's um, unbelievable to be able to do that. So yeah, but, yeah, every single organization that I follow paid some sort of tribute it seemed like this was he touched like everybody it seemed like everybody had a match with him at some point over the last 15 20 years unbelievable well and it seemed like any message about his death was talking about what a great person he was like i remember and i can't remember who the message was from but they were saying how before they met him somebody they were talking to knew they were going to be having a match with them or whatever and said, Oh, you got to be careful of this guy. He's going to treat you like crap. He's going to be a certain way. And they said, couldn't have been more wrong. Like went up the guy, he just was very gregarious, came up and introduced himself. And it's like, yeah, I'll take care of you. And just very like, how can you not like somebody like that? And that's, totally. that's what you miss is the person. Right. And yeah. knowing that he was such a great person. Sure. I mean, he had missteps and, of course, you know, bad comments along the way. But everything I heard was that he really learned from those things and went yeah. out of his way to make up for that. And that's what life is. Totally. So, so sounds like a one of a kind kind of guy. And and uh, definitely the wrestling style, him and his brother, they were, I've never seen anything quite like it. So hopefully his, nope. his brother can, you know, still carve out a career for himself and and keep the legacy going. But uh, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, you hate when that kind of stuff gets gets in the way of your enjoyment of something, and and the real world comes crashing in, and because uh, we you know, we we watch this stuff to like get away from all that, you know. Yeah, it's it's a escapism, right? So, and you, usually if it's a wrestler's passing, it's somebody that you know they really went through many years of abusing their body, and it's like yeah, well, sadly, not many wrestlers make it past, you know, not many wrestlers live to a ripe old age because the 
the abuse they put through their body. But yeah. this is, yeah, something completely different. This yeah. is, this is real life. Yeah. So, you know, RIP Jay, uh, just real shame. Anyone that hasn't yeah. watched any of his stuff, just, just go find something. There's all kinds of stuff on YouTube you can watch. Uh, and there's so many memorial videos now. You, they put collections together. You can see it all. It's worth it's worth watching. He was mm-hmm. he was a, he was special that guy. So yep, absolutely. So yeah, all right. Well, we'll turn it around. We'll we'll find some positivity back into this conversation. <laughs> Had to get that that's out of the way. We do. That's right. So um, you know, there's many ways we can go here in February. Like the road to WrestleMania, we're on it right now. Um, so we can talk, talk WWE, but something I wanted to, to start off with is I, I finally got to watch a little AEW. We've been doing nice. this, this podcast, you know, I've been doing it you know, before you jumped on and since you joined never once had a, I hadn't watched since the debut episode, uh, just because it, it didn't work out. I don't have, you know, we, we all can't subscribe to every service and it, and it wasn't available. I wasn't going to go out of my way to subscribe and pay more. We were all paying too much for crap anyway yeah. right so um there's an and, app for everything exactly and i i don't i'd like to watch wrestling 40 hours a week and and just podcast about it but i you know i'm already watching enough so i was like ah that's another five hours a week or whatever I'm like i can't do it but i decided just to sit down i've watched a couple of dynamites and yeah you know what <laughs> now that they had that little bit of a roster shuffle and the problems with cm punk and everything it's really like that's a good product they got. And people listening be like, well, duh, it's a good product. And like, <laughs> I hadn't seen it. I just I'd heard you know, I heard I was hearing too much about it. It was like the you know how I feel. I don't like the the competition for fans. I don't watch it all. Don't it's not us versus them. It's you know, watch all the products. So but it yeah. was it was a it was a really good show. Like seeing Chris Jericho really maximizing what he can do right now, because he seems not young. He's not mm. he'll admit he's not in the shape he used to be, but it's his personality when he's out there. That's his, that's what wrestling is. You don't have to, you don't ever have to wrestle and still be a wrestler. I'm sorry. You can literally weasel out of every match and just do promos and that you're still a wrestler. <laughs> you're still yeah. doing it. So, um, and, but he's still in there, but he's, he, you can tell he doesn't want to get hurt and he will blow his tire early. He doesn't have the endurance anymore, but he really maximizes his time out there. He still owns the camera. And I was, it was really fun to watch him in there. Plus, there's all these people that I like. Some of my old favorite WWE people are there. Samoa Joe is there. Um, I still call him uh, Daniel Bryan, but it's Brian Danielson is there. Uh, Adam Cole is there. All these wrestlers I really like. So, and they just kept coming out. I'm like, oh, it feels like I was watching NXT or watching WWE, uh, but it doesn't because it's it is a very different product. It's 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 more uh, action based than story based. Yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure someone will would like to disagree with me on that, but I'm I'm sorry, it, it is. It's definitely not the the drama driven story, in my opinion. It's very much, uh, I hate you. Yeah, I hate you too. Well, I want your title. Yeah, screw you. Well, I'm gonna take your title. Okay, like it's and that's fine. That's that's a that's a big part of what this is. So it's more about what happens in the ring. I find is is what they're going after. And hey, that's great because what they're doing in the ring is they got some really good people. And I was blown away by a couple of people that I. Like I, I've, I heard all about. Uh, let me get his name. Uh, Darby Allen was the name I'd heard mm. Maddie say, Vince say. I didn't know, and I couldn't spot him in a lineup. And then this guy walks out with like half face painted skull, rock and roll, and I'm like, well, yeah, I like this guy. Like right away, I'm like, <laughs> this guy fits my aesthetic for what I typically, you know, on mute. I'd be like, hey, I like this guy. <laughs> like already, so fantastic wrestler too i was totally sold on darby allen so automatically a fan um and it was great seeing ricky starks our guy from you know being nwa yep I, for such a little guy boy he's really climbed up there in the in the in the rankings like he's he's in, he's always in the top he's you know not main eventing but he's in the top tier of the show and and uh the fans love him like they really could, love him you could see the star power in him early on in NWA oh, yeah. before they took the break because totally I was even back then I'm like they need to put a belt on this guy like the guy sure might have been a little rough around the edges in the ring but he's got that charisma he's got the personality it's like yeah this guy's gonna go places and 
seeing where he's going in AEW makes me really happy. You can see that look in his eye. Like he, he had that twinkle when he looked at the camera, he was always like selling. He, he always was making sure that he was in character the whole time he was on camera and not everyone can say they do that. And I, so yeah, you're right. When we saw Ricky, I was like, he almost didn't fit in what they were doing in NWA at the time. Cause he was, when he was there, it was before the pandemic and also during the pandemic. So it was, it was a very raw show and it was yeah. very, very physical and he's a little guy. So they had lots of these gigantic people. And then you had Ricky Starks. There was really no place for him. Like honestly, in NWA, I see why he moved on and, yeah. and boy, did he find the right place to go? Like he's in the yeah. perfect spot. So, um, so it was great seeing him. <laughs> I'd always heard about Brian Cage people saying he's this gigantic incredible hulk monster guy and he comes out and i'm like jesus christ like i thought he was cg <laughs> like he he literally is like a monster like his arms are the size of my my chest unbelievable <laughs> i can't say that he's the best in the ring as far as wrestling but how could you be when you're when you're that huge his whole gimmick yeah. is that he's like super strong but it was fun seeing him uh and then of course when the champ comes out he's he, JF is such an asshole and yeah. and he's 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 pushes it so far that yeah I can't stand him in all the ways that he's the Brock Lesnar basically of AEW like I for years have hated Brock Lesnar but that's what he wanted like he wouldn't he all the things that I didn't like about him is exactly what he would want me to not like about him and that's what MJF is doing he's you shouldn't like him and if you're liking him there's something wrong with you <laughs> like you you know like that's he's not the type of character you're supposed to be like oh i love this guy he's so great oh well, man and i've seen just short little youtube clips of people going up with their kids to get autographs and he's in character the whole time yep. and it's so hilarious to see these little kids coming up and they've got this one line loaded that they can't wait to say him and you just see the little glimmer in his eye he doesn't break character but he's like He's got a quip right back to the kid. And you can just see that they just eat it up like, yeah. And you know, there's nothing I respect more than someone that'll like flip the bird to a kid at a wrestling show. I <laughs> love that. If you're bringing your kid to a wrestling show, I'm sorry. He might get the finger at some point. That's just the way it works. And yeah. and and you're supposed to hate the guy that did it. Oh, yeah. that horrible, horrible man. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Exactly. Horrible, horrible man. Yeah. Just like Matt Cardona. Horrible, horrible man. Yep. So... Yeah, it was an awesome show. I, I'm glad I watched it. Um, he was on, MJF was on um, uh, What uh, what the Fuck, Mark Maron's podcast, and WTF. <laughs> and yeah, everyone else that was on the show was mostly out of character, mostly talking real shoot interviews about wrestling. And then he comes on, <laughs> and he's just a dink for like six minutes. <laughs> like a total dink. <laughs> like... <laughs> Everything, everything he said, everything he said was just like, "Oh man, dude, you're just such an asshole." And like, yeah, that's yes, he is. <laughs> and like, I, I hope I never know what he's like in real life. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he goes to WWE at some point, we'll we'll find out who he is. No, yeah. I, I, I never want to know. I want him just to be this persona because kayfabe yeah. is so ruined. I want him to to. I want that kayfabe to stay. <laughs> that would work yeah. for me. So yeah. so yeah, it was great to get some AEW in. Um, I, I can't say I'm gonna watch it every week only because I don't have time. So yeah, it was good enough I've, to watch each week. So I've only seen a little bit. Like I, I had a uh, in Canada TSN subscription for the World Cup, so I took the opportunity to watch an episode while I had that subscription. Yeah, just same with you. It's like I've got another buddy that that's all the wrestling he watches is AEW, and so I've always had this built-in interest of like you hear cool things that they do, like the what is it? The open door or uh, yeah. where they yeah. have the crossover with new Japan. And it's like, yeah, holy hell, like just incredible. You just hear all these great things. So I was glad to finally see it get introduced to some different talent than what I'm used to watching. Cause as I've said here many times, like I predominantly watch NWA been yeah. branching out recently, but it's nice to put faces to names and, Totally. I had seen Darby Allen in that uh, David Arquette recent uh, uh, documentary where he nearly damn well kills David Arquette. Yeah. So I knew the reputation. Shit. See, I saw that documentary and I didn't remember that he was in that. So yeah, I need to so rewatch that. I've seen him in that. And then he was in another documentary, wrestling documentary series that I saw. So uh, I knew him by reputation. But yeah, 
Like it's, but it's also fun just to discover some of these new talents on your own, on your own. Like I can't remember what the name of the faction was, but they just, they're all in black and they come out to this like really aggressive metal music. I'm like, Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Sign <laughs> me up. Right? Yeah. It's like the new age demolition. Like, yep. Let's go strap in. Let's go. If you could just press a button and the merch just comes, yeah, shirt just comes out. You're like, thank you. Just put the shirt on. Yeah. Just take my money. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm an instant mark. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I just like you, I don't have the means nor time to watch it every week. So. Yeah, exactly. It's I'd just, like that to change, yeah. but I don't even like I don't have time to watch like full SmackDown, full Raw, NXT, like AEW. Like there's only so many hours in the week. Like mm-hmm. my wife and I, we pretty much watch like the pay-per-view once a month for WWE. And then when we hear about something like when it was in in Montreal, our hometown, Sami Zayn's going to be there. Roman Reigns, we're like, okay, SmackDown. We should probably at least start it because the first like half an hour, you'll probably see some some good shit. And then, so we, we occasionally try to catch like the beginning or the end of one of the big shows. But yeah, like three hours for Raw, two hours for SmackDown, two hours for Dynamite, two hours for this, for two hours that's, for that. That's, that's a huge time commitment, <laughs> right? It's unbelievable. So yeah. And I want to play hours and hours of video games and watch movies and murder podcasts and sleep yeah. and snuggle cats and, <laughs> you know, oh, and there's work. Other... There's a job, you know. Yeah. When you have to. Stupid work. Anyway. Yeah, stupid uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, AEW, that was awesome. I'm glad I did that. Um, but yeah, so jumping back into the road to WrestleMania for a moment, and I say for a moment, it's going to be a bit. Uh, uh, yeah. The Royal Rumble, that was, you know, last month. Um, I won't I won't spend a lot of time on it, but because it's it's old news now. But it was it was the second best pay per view of the year so far for WWE. Um, I say that because I'll get to the best one later. Uh, <laughs> it was a great show. It was uh, it was what I expect out of one of the top four pay per views pay per views of the year for that company. That those pillar shows have to be winners. If they flunk, like they can have a backlash that's, yeah, you know, it's okay or whatever, but, but those four big pay-per-views, those got to be the thing that drives the story all year. And uh, the Royal Rumble almost never lets you down. Both women's and men's were amazing matches. I like, they're super long. They can sometimes be a little boring. Not this year. Both Margo and I thought they were both very entertaining. They, they had like both matches had someone go the distance, like from like the beginning to the end, which is oh, like, wow. that's like an, over an hour. That's r- ridiculous. The amount of bumps you take and the amount of, you know, the, just the cardio that you need to go through that. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was excellent to see, you know, Cody, Cody came in at number 30. So he's the last one in. So he wins, but also there's, that's a story right there. You can go, well. He did come in last, you know, and, <laughs> and you get a title shot off that. But you know, he's he's the chosen one. There's all these fun fun ways to describe his story right now. But it's for a guy that missed so much time with the injury, and then he's facing the the tsunami that is Sami Zayn's storyline. Um, yeah. <laughs> trying to, trying to be relevant in the WWE is not easy right now when your name's not Sami Zayn. But because his name gets chanted everywhere all the time during everyone's promo <laughs> no matter who's talking they want to see sammy so um all what, sammy all the time yeah so royal rumble was great it ended of course with like that pay-per-view ends with sammy Zayn, you know hitting roman reigns with a chair total chaos oh it, it was awesome like it was it was that bloodline storyline just keeps going um yeah it was it was a great pay-per-view so that was that led into the elimination chamber which was Sadly, I couldn't go to that show. As you know, that was really difficult for me. I really wanted to go here in Montreal, but I'm not quite ready for for big live shows yet with crowds and uh, yeah, COVID is still live I know, stuff. I know people don't want to talk about COVID anymore, but it's still it's still a thing, and I'm I'm comfortable not getting sick. I, I you know, my wife and I are very we stay at home. We uh, we love our cats. We love our house. We tend to still we're still kind of like. I don't want to say broken, but we're very antisocial now because of the because of the pandemic, and yeah. uh, we're, we're we're trying to get past that. I'm sure this year we're going to get out and start doing a lot of stuff, but it just wasn't. Elimination Chamber seemed a little daunting, uh, and that crowd, especially was, for your first major right? thing, that's a that's a that's a huge. You're not dipping a toe in the water; you're diving cannonball yeah. in the deep end. Instead of going to a restaurant to have a to have a meal, you're going ah twenty five thousand people and elbow to elbow for four hours and yeah, yeah no pass pass watch <laughs> it from my couch and watch yeah. it i did and it was 
Like that was the best pay-per-view they've done in years. I thought it was, there wasn't a bad moment on the show. There wasn't a bad match. Cause even at the, the uh, Royal rumble, you know, they had that Bray Wyatt match against our guy, LA Knight, And it was this weird themed uh, Mountain Dew pitch black match. It was all glow in the dark. Oh, weird. Um, I liked that the concept of the glow in the dark was fun, but the, there was no, there was nothing. It was like 10 minutes and, it once it ends you're like what was the story i don't know like it was so it was just Gimmicky. the ultimate gimmick yeah. yeah and uh so as good as that show was that stood out to me as like and they and they screwed up the finish too there was, oh. there, was a, there was a major firework gap at the end that uh they timed something wrong and and it it really looked bad so it was hard to uh hard to ignore that so but that show was still good but elimination chamber was just a banger from the from the beginning right to the end both chamber matches were awesome. Uh, there was just great moves, great action. And uh, and then you end with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns just going to town. Like it was, that was a hell of a match for Sami not even not to win. I, I didn't think he would, but they got me. They got me like three times. So that's, <laughs> that's good writing and good performances because three times I'm like, is, is it happening? No, no, of course it's not happening. Of course it's not happening. And then something else happens shit is is it happening like i kept waiting <laughs> for the three count it looked they had me they had me completely fooled and uh they still ended it with uh you know sammy getting a chance to get the cheer because kevin owens came down and you know sammy got to beat up roman after the match but roman still got the win still hasn't been pinned in a million years and uh and we and and wrestlemania is, is still cody rhodes and roman reigns mm. so we don't know where sammy fits yet there's two months to figure out where sammy fits or or what they're gonna i don't know if a title is the plan for him i have no idea what they want to do um it's not wrestling's not just like give everyone a title you get a title and you get a title yeah like it has to be special it has to be sometimes you got to just piss people off because it's supposed to be like movies don't always end the way you want it to and you're like i can't believe how crushing that movie was at the end yeah that sometimes a movie has to be devastating at the end instead of happy because not it has to be something that you strive to achieve they only exactly. give away one super bowl trophy one stanley yeah. cup they don't like yeah it has to be something to work towards because as we've discussed you get a promotion like nwa where it's almost like you're getting into the realm of too many titles for totally. the for the size of the roster where it's like well what are we doing here right so yeah. once yeah, everyone exactly. once everyone has a title it's not so special right so. yeah exactly so well and sometimes it's uh, these wrestlers they're they're almost better without a title right because 100%. It's, it's it's that constant trying to achieve that goal and sometimes yeah it's better that they don't i actually like hearing them interviewed when they say that they they don't want it and they don't care about it at all cuz like mm. it's not football it's not the Super Bowl. Like it's literally, it's like asking the 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 you know Thanos, the actor Brolin that played Thanos. Yeah, that sucked that you that you lost that, eh? You lost that big fight in that movie. <laughs> no, that you didn't. I didn't lose anything. I was performing the story that I was given, and I did yeah. it really well. That's it. The same with a lot of these championships. You, there's a lot of people that shouldn't. You're right. That shouldn't have the title. They, one, it wouldn't make sense, or they they take it away after like a month, and it's like, well, what was the point of that title yeah. what, what was the meaning there you know it's got to be something that like like i like that they leave titles on people now sometimes for like a year two years three years because it mm. builds this like yeah if you're this character is unstoppable then you're on you shouldn't ever you should feel like they can never lose and then mm. when they do lose it's gonna blow your mind it'll yeah. literally blow your mind well and know? it keeps people invested and and that's the main thing is like it if somebody's invested, they are rooting for against somebody and that's, they're going to buy your merch. They're going to buy your pay-per-views. If they're rooting for somebody like, I mean, you look back in the day, Hulk Hogan, how many times did they, right. I mean, even before he reached WWF, but like EWA, they had the dusty finish so many times before putting the, the title on him because they knew, Oh man, the more, t the more we don't, put the belt on them the more invested and pissed off people are going to be the more they're going to want to come back to because yep. they're going to want to be there when it happens yep yeah. and the, the end of his reign still to this day bothers me and it's supposed to 
right? It's like, Mm -hmm. that's like, and a lot of fans don't know how to process that. Like they get mad and they blame like the sport or they blame the creative, they blame the writers, they blame whoever the, but like, that's the the idea. Like, unfortunately, if you're investing yourself in this, at some point you're going to be mad at the product because of what they did. And like Hogan losing the title with the two referees, that crazy story, it still bugs me to this day because mm-hmm. they got me because it's because mm-hmm. it was so ridiculous the way it ended that you're like, that's how his title reign ends. Yeah, that's how it ended. That's what you watched it on the screen. That's literally what happened. There was no yeah. they didn't flaw it out. There was no there was no uh, mistakes made. It just they fooled us. They they yep. tricked everybody. And it, it may be silly, but wrestling is silly. So deal well, with it <laughs> and not to go on this tangent too long but huge Bret Hart fan all we got to do is say Montreal Screwjob and right I mean maturity and years have changed my mind on that because of course in the moment I'm like oh fuck you WWF whatever <laughs> but in you know coming around I'm like and I hated Shawn Michaels for years because I of remember his involvement and you know age maturity and time I'm like okay yeah I get it and I totally get why Vince did it do I think he should have gone about it differently sure but yeah he he got a reaction and but what but what a story missed. too right because yeah. we still talk about it it's it's important for this roman reigns as ba- jumping back to the road to wrestlemania this roman yes. reigns story needs to end right and i love sammy and i would love him to get the title that'd be absolutely amazing for the for the sammy zane story is that amazing for the roman reigns story i don't i don't know that it is um yeah but maybe it is because it was such a a soap opera style story with these powerful personalities and he was one of them it would be big for him to lose the title to someone like that but i don't know they they just get to tell me the story i don't like to speculate too much uh, because i do legit want to be like i was watching the chamber going what oh my god i want to be on the edge of my seat i want to be unsure of what's going on uh i don't want to just be like oh i can write this oh i can write this this is easy you know so I like to call when the run-ins happen. Well, I think everyone can do that. I, I like to feel special. Like, just cue the music. Oh, there he is. Like, well, yeah. obviously, that's not that's not difficult. <laughs> but calling the end to the match, that's the tricky part. Yeah. So, and that's the way it should be. So anyway, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Um, it's only a couple months away. So uh, there's a lot. There's a lot they can do. There's no more premium live events so i am gonna have to watch the occasional smackdown raw to, to keep up with what's going on i think but uh yeah i can't wait i can't wait it's gonna be exciting tonight wrestlemania uh april 1st april 2nd so yeah i'm excited i <laughs> Every look forward year. to hearing about it yeah that's why i like that we watch so much nwa and it doesn't get talked about nearly as much as i think it should but then when i watch it i sort of get it because nwa is very niche it's one of those brands that is for a specific fan. It's not going to, you're not going to put 40,000 people in the stadium watching NWA. It's not that brand. And watching the show, like their studio show they're doing is very different. And it's mm. it's really different than, the only thing that looks like it at all to me is New Japan Strong. Kind of has that studio wrestling feel to it. Yeah, but, smaller scale. Yeah, but that's like, what the NWA does is very different. It's very goofy at times, which I like. It like when they go to those weird commercials and it's just the kind of the the circus feel it has to it sometimes. It's I can yeah. see that they want to be entertaining and they want to be funny. There's lots mm. of like characters that are like, especially managers, there's lots of humor injected into the show, even if it's a serious match. Because WWE used to have the mouth of the south and Bobby the Brain outside match was serious, but you got someone outside that's being goofy and 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 still getting laughs, not just from kids, because you know it's not necessarily always about having a younger audience. NWA, I don't look at that as a child-friendly show no. most of the time. No. That's not what it, it's. They're garnering it at people like us, people that have been watching wrestling a long time, remember the old days, because it's very much a, a nostalgic do you remember how wrestling used to be sort of program? Yeah. But they're and, also garnering it towards people that want something different, right? Totally. Because my buddy who loves the AEW, he, I was having a conversation with him recently and mentioning how, well, yeah, now it's all just up on YouTube and whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. And I'm thinking like, I don't know. You have to have the right mentality to enjoy it. And that's not a diss if you don't, but it's just kind of like, if you like the 
overly produced high production values huge stadium shows this is not that no right like this this is very much like you could walk down to the stampede corral and catch this right exactly it is that vibe and the action in the ring can be a little raw sometimes there can Mm -hmm. be because they do have their developmental is on the show like you Mm -hmm. can see they introduce a new person and it's their first time in the ring for nwa and you watching like it's one of their first times in the ring. You can sort of see, like, I'm sure they've been doing some indie wrestling, but they don't have the 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 knowledge of what the where the hot camera is. They don't know, like, you know, you're on a TV show now, you know, and you can sometimes mm-hmm. see, like, oh yeah, they'll they'll figure it out. Though that's why they're wrestling the first mm-hmm. match on uh, USA on Saturdays, right? Because they're trying to get their feet wet, you know, or their you face pun- like or their face Colby punched. Car- yeah, like you look at a Colby Carino, and that's a guy that came in kind of raw and early on became a favorite of mine and yeah he cut his teeth learned the skill learned to work a mic like you said where are the cameras where do i have to you know position my body or this pin or this submission because that's in the indie wrestling in the stadium who cares that doesn't matter no where are the fans right you're worried about where they're everywhere (laughs) when you're in a small show so yeah and it's yeah in exactly that like you're looking and you're wanting like as much as you're going to miss some of these people that they develop and then they move on well that's kind of why they're there right like exactly. they're there because they are looking for that experience one quick story speaking of hot camera cody rhodes was saying <laughs> on the day of the royal rumble he was so excited and so just like trying to stay in the moment that he was pacing around the stadium he didn't do his usual walk down usually they go through the steps down to the ring and into the ring, how they're going to do their entrance. That's mm-hmm. they almost all wrestlers do that apparently on the big stage. Oh, and wow. he was so psyched. He, he wanted to stay in the back and keep in his, in, you know, he didn't know where the hot camera was. He never found out where the hot camera was. He came down the ring and he got halfway down. He was like, shit, I have no idea which camera is the hot camera. <laughs> so he had to wrestle the whole Royal Rumble. Like once he got in there, just trying to figure out which camera was the hot camera. I'm like, I didn't notice of course at all, but I'd like to watch it again. Cause I'm curious to see if he's, posing or reacting to more than one camera at one time i have no it it cracked me up anyway i'll just do it in the middle because it look great great from many angles and i just i'd like to be able to see his face he's walked down the one moment where he's like his face changes so like oh shit (laughs) it just occurs (laughs) to him ah damn it i I fucked up yeah yeah Yeah, staying with nwa we had talked last time about them coming back from their break and curious how it was going to be going into the live their first ever live power um, I thought the live power was really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Almost too good in a way that I think that power should always be live. And yeah. I don't think I don't think they're gonna do that, but I think they should. Okay, quick thing about USA. <laughs> NWA USA is a fun show on Saturdays. I don't think it's a very good show, though, if I'm being honest with you. It seems to me a little thrown together every week. And yeah. if you watch them all in a row, that show always stands out as eh. And then when power comes on, whoa. And it's because power has a story through the show. Like an episode of a wrestling show is supposed to open with something. And as the show goes, something, and it ends with the main event, which is it all ties together into a show. USA, they just cut together matches from different filmings and the crowd changes and no stories ever seem to start or finish. And I can still watch it because I can watch any wrestling, but it's not a great show. Like If you miss it, you don't feel like you missed anything? At all. Like... Right. Okay. So this is going to be the segment. If I was in charge of this shit, it's brand new. Um, If I was in charge of this shit, power should be live every week and USA could be the studio show. Make it so that the Saturday show is pre-taped. They have the little audience. I like the studio. I do. I I think it's fun. I really do. I think it's fun. But I loved the energy of that live power. I loved Kyle being sort of like the master of ceremonies. Mm -hmm. That's what the host on a live show is supposed to be. He the first promo is important. It'll lead to the middle show promo that's from the other side of that story and end in the main event. That's how you do a wrestling show. It's awesome. And then everything else just fits in and you can have run-ins. You can jump over to Kyle. You can go back to May. You can whoever, you know, the announcers do their bit and it ends and you've got a a well-crafted show. And that's that's what, and they did it. Power was, that live power was the best power they've ever done because it was this continuous flowing story it doesn't yeah. matter what the story is and we've talked about it. it doesn't matter how good the story is or what it is it just should be one thing 
or at least a series of things that work its way to the end. And USA is never that. And that's mm-hmm. fine, but that could be the studio show where they have fun and do like digital shorts where they're like being ridiculous and all that stuff and have matches mm-hmm. that matter. But it's not about a story that flows, have important matches. They could even show like a title match from a live show or something that like they used to do in the old days on Mid-South or whatever. But mm-hmm. I just would love to see Power Live each week. I'm not expecting it. It's not going to ruin my time. I'm not setting an expectation for the company because I don't do that. But that would be if I ran this shit. Which is the segment we're doing right now? It's a brand new yes. segment. Um, <laughs> that's what is I it would one do. time only. We'll one, it, it could be. <laughs> we'll tell you next month if it comes back. Um, yeah, that's what I would like to see. So I don't still do it because uh, Power has been good since then. It's not mm-hmm. live, but I I typically enjoy Power uh, each week. Um, but USA is still the. F- they look like they had started something back last fall when they had general managers and there was like. It and that fell apart like like a yeah. month later they stopped all of those stories just vanished and Medusa she vanished Tim Storm was no longer like th- all those stories just went away I think that yeah. they kind of wrote themselves into a massive hole there and uh, and that's fine one of the shows each week can be kind of a hodgepodge of of stuff yeah. but uh, I'd like to see Power each week be live it probably won't anyway I'll get off that I'll, I'll stop well, beating that horse. This is my portion of, well, if I ran this show, <laughs> I agree. I, I like the idea of a live power, and I think the power is a really tight show. I think USA, they're really, yeah, they're really trying to figure out what the hell this show is because yeah. they've got a large enough roster that they can have, like, the the bigger show mm-hmm. and the smaller show on Saturdays. It's fun. And I thought they were really starting into something where they would have specific titles defended on usa like i when that's what they it, said they were gonna do and they I never thought, yeah. did that yeah i thought like the, the national title was gonna be usa uh-huh. well now they got the junior championship well that can be and it's like okay well give it i don't mind having like one or two titles tied to that show that you don't see on power that's fine because then that gives people a reason to tune in but yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not as invested in USA. I still enjoy it, but it's almost the testing ground for other things. Yeah, and I don't want them, now that they went away from a lot of that, I don't want them to do the specific title thing for the specific show because I I want power because that is their main, that's their flagship. You should be able to randomly on a Tuesday see anything happen. If something mm-hmm. huge in a pay-per-view happened and it was involving the television title or it was involving the women's title or whatever – that should be able to be on that power and not relegated, not relegated, but not, you know, set aside for the Saturday show, the Saturday morning show. I think that power needs to be the show where you can have whatever the marquee matchup is, no matter what the title is. And that seems to kind of be what they're doing because they defend any title on power. It doesn't seem to matter which one it is, which is fine. So I think what we're looking at in 2023 and hoping for is just a little consistency. It looks like they are trying to come up with a, with a flow with a with a, a theme for the, the yeah. product. I think they're getting there. They're slowly getting there. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, like I said, it's their they it's the testing ground and yeah, we'll see where it goes. I'm not gonna stop watching it. And I mean at the end of the day it's it's half hour, forty five minutes at the most. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um if we're gonna talk NWA we we we'd have to finish at least with talking about enough enough said. Enough said that was the one. Um <laughs> Yet another good NWA pay-per-view. I find mm-hmm. that those are the best, because it's live, those are the best products they do. That's what they do best. Uh, well, and it allows Kyle Davis to be Kyle Davis. Like, he is amazing. Like The man's a joy. actions and everything. Like, he is, is everything you want out of an announcer. And and like you said, a host. He's perfect. He is perfect. He's, he's my favorite character on the show, without a doubt. Yep. Uh, even when it's, like, I love watching the pay-per-views and you look over and Kyle's, always got the mic up and he's in yeah, even that. when like he might not be involved for 20 minutes but he's got the mic up and he's ready to go ready to react it's he spends the whole night ready i love it but yeah enough said that was a good that was a good show yeah i wouldn't say it was their strongest ever but overall from start to finish there was a lot of good matches on that i loved that and we've talked about this before as far as like the difference between the studio shows and then like the pay-per-views and I mean, they have music, whatever, but I found 
the camera work in this pay-per-view was great. Like yeah. you had a lot of really great dynamic, like close-ups and angles you wouldn't normally see, like Kerry Morton's match with Alex Taylor, how he got right in there. Like it almost looked like the camera was right underneath one of the turnbuckles and you got to see like so like from the top rope and you're like, wow. Like, cause you're normally used to like that one hard cam and a few kind of going around the ring in the studio and it's like, that's it. But yeah, there seems to be a lot more interesting camera angles. I and agree. I agree. Man, that ring was loud too. The ring was so loud from that first match. It was like, holy crap. Like, and that's a thing I do love about NWA is the, the exaggerated smashing ring. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be one of those wrestlers, not everyone does it anymore where you, if you're going to do a punch, you do a stomp, the old Bret Hart style. Mm -hmm. I still think that's the most effective because it echoes to the back of the arena, but Mm -hmm. I know they want it to look more real sometimes. So they just, you know, punch each other in the face, but (laughs) that ring, if you do that, the quick stomp on a headbutt or something, it just sounds, it, it sounds epic when you do that. Yeah. Fantastic. Try to think of matches that stood out. I so going in, you and I were both a little unsure of Angel Angelina Love. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what to think. Um, she I know she had a reputation, she'd been around a while, but I tried not to judge too harshly because I just didn't know I, I hadn't seen her wrestle. So yep. um and then to hear she got a tail match, I was like, Why have they run yeah. out of have they run out of people for Camille to fight? I uh, thought the same thing. It seemed like an odd push to me. Yeah, Again, me too. Like you, knowing her pedigree, because of course they talk about it how she was Velvet's yep. uh, tag partner and beautiful people. So you know, there's legacy there. But it's like, yeah, but is it earned for what you're watching, right? But then, then she came out, and that match Holy. was a fucking banger, man. I was yeah. like, the whole time I was like, I could see her winning. I don't want her to win, but if Angelina mm-hmm. won, I'd be like. Yeah, no, they they sold that to me. I could believe that on that night, she was doing all the things right to aggravate Camille, to to you know cheat, uh, lie, cheat, and steal her way to a victory. It all yeah. felt like that. Uh, she did the per- perfect heel match. She she did literally perform a perfect heel match where I would have <laughs> believed her winning. And yeah. uh, I don't think I think that was the right result. I, you know, Camille's. You know, one-time champion storyline is too good to end there. Like we were talking about before with with Roman yeah. Reigns, this it has to be the right way. It's got to be an ending that you go, "Holy shit!" It finally happened. Not like, a, "Oh my god, I'm so surprised." No, I want it to be a really like impactful finish. I think they will. They seem to be. You know, when when uh, when Nick Aldis finally lost his title to Trevor Murdoch, it was a, a big huge deal moment. Right, yeah. it was a big deal and a yeah. mammoth like like that match was like an Iron Man match or something. Like it went on forever and. So it's got to be something like that, but I was impressed. I thought she did a great job. Um, yeah, me too. I think what uh, else I, happened? I thought uh, the I thrill Billy Cyrus. Uh, I love thrill Billy. I can't believe really, it. He's really grown on me. He came me in. Too. I was like, oh, who's this guy? And then it's like, holy no, I actually legit like this guy. And his fight with Kratos was insane and slobber and then the puddles of blood coming out of kratos at the end like so that that was oh a bit of a, a bit of a surprise in this house we weren't prepared for that at all uh <laughs> sometimes there's a bit of blood in nwa bit of color but yeah. uh i don't think that they planned on that particular amount of gush happening I from the man's face because <laughs> um, they when they cut to that camera that was up close that was probably the camera the hot camera they were going to go to anyway and I'm kind of glad they cut back because I have a yeah. strong stomach. I'm not bothered by that kind of stuff. But I was like, "Holy jeez!" Like, yeah, when it, he, his head went back down and it splashed, I'm like, "I don't need to see a splash. That's that's excessive. That's excessive." And you can yeah. tell they they felt the same way. They went back to the desk. And Joe and Velvet and and uh, Tim were like, "Uh, hi." Yeah. Well, we're going gonna to stay here for a bit while they change the apron. <laughs> well, and you get two former wrestlers in there that are used to seeing blood, and even the looks right? on their face are like, oh boy, hope he's okay. So, this is the, the fun of pro wrestling because sometimes, you know, sometimes the plan for color and, and, and you get this little nick on your nose that's cute, like you, like you popped a zit, you know, the most underwhelming color <laughs> of all time in like a cage match. I've seen it where it's like, ooh, that's the, oop, that didn't work at all. Like, yeah. Whether it's a razor blade or however they want to initiate it, yeah. whatever they, whatever they did there, it worked. 
It was yeah. uh, it was Stone Cold WrestleMania 13 <laughs> level of Jesus. That's disgusting. Iconic. <laughs> yeah, like it looks like you're pouring syrup over your face. It's like nope. Because nope. I always talk about the WrestleMania 13 match as being this amazing match because it is an incredible match. But the last time I watched it, I was like, "Ooh, it's also very grim and hard to watch." Like mm-hmm. when the entire mat that's white is now covered in red, it becomes a little difficult for you to be like, "Oh, they're just squishing around. It's on the ropes. It's on <laughs> it's the everywhere. stairs." Like it's, it's like even I... in my raccoon wounds. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah. So that was it. It was the uh, it had the impact they wanted. If if maybe it was a little excessive, they were able to still milk that story on power. I noticed with Kratos coming out with with the band aid on. It's always, I love when a guy comes down with the cast or the band aid or the the rib. I like it when the ribs are still taped. I love yeah. when like it's been two weeks, but they're like, oh man, these ribs they're still <laughs> killing me. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite gimmicks in all of wrestling is the injury that just won't remember when cowboy bob orton's arm was broken for like four years for years i love yeah. that never gets yeah. old never yeah. gets old so yeah that was a good one um we had a couple title changes right yep. so we had zion the women didn't zion win the he won the north american title oh he had it before he defended oh did he what yeah, am i thinking yeah. oh tv title changed hands didn't it uh that was on power afterwards damn it the women's Tag team oh, women's tag switch. titles, yes, and and I, I like those two. I like those two, the Renegade yeah. twins. I yeah. didn't think I liked them at first because their gear wasn't. It was one of those real picky, superficial things where I was like, <laughs> I don't like their gear. Well, th- yeah, but watch them wrestle. <laughs> There's more to wrestling than just the gear, you know. Yeah. And uh, I actually quite like them in the ring. They they have this really like they get so fired up and like they make Very a bump and then, style. yeah they yeah. scream and i'm like actually quite like I, I like them in the ring they were a good contrast to the to the funny team right to the the what are they called pretty um, empowered they crack that me are up the they're the very forcefully obnoxious yeah. team where they're getting yeah. into everybody's face and yeah it, it could they're be irritating a- they're supposed to they're be supposed irritating. to be and and they're just they just balance the line of cracking me up while they're irritating me so because they do make me laugh when i'm like oh these two are so annoying but also oh, that's a good that's a good one that's a good one yeah. yeah for me moment that made me cringe the most you would think it would be kratos having buckets of blood pouring <laughs> out of his face yeah but it was ec3 fighting somebody that i've never heard of before maybe more recently learned fans would know but kevin kiley he's like comes in doesn't look like he's fit ready apparently he's got some legacy but he hasn't wrestled in six years and i'm like okay let's see where this goes because it's the whole control your narrative and then yeah like okay you know he's doing what you'd expect and then all of a sudden he takes a run at ec3 who's outside the ring and he jumps over the top rope to get to him and his foot catches the rope yeah and yeah it, it, that's like, that's oh. not a good bump to watch i was like you could break your neck doing that like real easy that was that was bad that was it makes oh. me cringe when like people that are oh, game ready are doing it but when this guy looks like he literally just walked off the street i'm like oh he's trying to oh he He's confident. He must be able to land. Oh, no, he's not going to land this. And he was just starting to like win me over a little because he was like, I could see the effort was there. Uh, Not a lot of polish. All that kind of stuff was definitely not there. But he had the heart. the, the, The passion was there. The drive. Yeah. The skill. We'll see. <laughs> that, yeah. that, you're right. That dive was like, my God, you could have killed yourself. So, yeah. Um, and I struggle a little bit with EC3. I'll be honest with you. He's not my favorite wrestler. Um, I think he's decent on the mic to a cringe level sometimes. Like he's mm. good. I think he's doing that on purpose, but it, oh, yeah. it does annoy me. Like it, like what he's doing literally bothers me. And I know he's trying to do that, but it's not in that way where, you know, fuck you, Brock Lesnar. It, yeah. He just bugs me. So, and I don't and I really... kind of like it because it's just oh, really? different. Yeah. Well, because it it's is just... different different yeah i just there's something about it i don't enjoy and in the ring i don't really i'm not a bit i'm just not an ec3 mark i don't really like the product very much but um, i think he's fine i just don't know what the end game is because he had a thing he was starting with tom latimer and that just kind of went away and that's actually something we should talk about too we're talking about enough said and if you 
if you tuned in looking for all these matches and setups that were, you know, talked about and built up before, throw it uh-huh. to the wind because what I, I said mean, last you episode talked about that last I time. did yeah. the, the the let's introduce a story and then where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're doing we're doing this match now. Wait, where did that come from? Like, you know, it's I, a three way. No, no, it's an intergender tag. No, 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 it's just a straight up women's <laughs> title fight. It's like, well. Make up your mind. Like, Just don't schedule the pay per view so far in advance. Like as far as what the card is, book the night, announce yeah. the the night, but just don't don't tell us what matches are coming six weeks before the pay per view, and then change the whole thing by the time you get there. Just just don't do it. <laughs> There's well, no reason to do that. It's different if somebody no shows and you gotta either scrap the match or have a fill in, or somebody gets hurt. Like having one or two matches on a card change. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. That's going to happen. Totally. But when I think two of the matches were what were actually advertised, well, that might be a bit of an issue. I know. I know. Especially if you're tuning in for a specific match that just isn't happening. Exactly. That's a bit annoying. I enjoyed the main event. Um, You know, Tyrus, I I like Tyrus. I'm glad that he addressed promo wise um, the heat that he's been getting online from mm-hmm. being champion because he is getting really unnecessary heat. I think it's really unfair. It's pro wrestling. You can have any, you know, you can write whatever story you, you want as long as you can pull it off in the ring, which I think they do. He's a big guy and he, with limited mobility, we've talked about, and they, I think they work the matches so that what I'm watching, I, yeah, I, if he gets that five finger punch in, you're done. And, you know, if you can take him off his feet, he's in trouble. The old giant story is that's what it is. I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, just because these whiners online, these crybaby trolls want to complain because their person isn't the champ. Well, you're, you're not writing the shit and you can stop watching as well. So it, yeah. I think I think they're doing a decent job and he's being treated unfairly as always. The people are always being treated unfairly on the Internet. So but I'm glad they addressed that. It was it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I don't know that it was like the main event that we needed it didn't quite like the way like the way the royal rumble ended the way elimination chamber ended the way wrestlemania will end you need to end those big pay-per-views with the moment of the pay-per-view and i don't yeah. think that was it it was good i enjoyed it but it it didn't have that feel of like trevor murdoch you know fighting matt cardona that was that was how you ended a pay-per-view that really yeah. felt that way and it almost seemed like they should have ended with camille's match I was just going to say, so, for me, probably the last two or three pay-per-views, Camille's match has been the best match. Right? And has and- had the moments of the pay-per-view. Like, when Camille goes post-to-post in a flying drop kick, right? holy shit, how do you right? beat that? And the narrative's there here, but you're right. It doesn't have that gotcha moment. And if we're... If we're- talking about you know empower and we're and they're going on and on about women's wrestling being as important as men's wrestling then i'm sorry the main event at some point has to be the women's match otherwise you're falling back into the stereotypes that you're saying that you're fighting against I'm just gonna yeah. say if 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 it's that important to them it, the main event can't always be the 10 pounds of gold. It can't. Yeah. Like that. 12 pounds of gold. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're right. The 12 <laughs> pounds of gold. <laughs> so Tyrus um, is another one, not to derail you, but yeah, Tyrus no, no. is another one that's that's grown on me because at first I when he came in, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Just another big man. But yeah. Yeah, his work on the mic is almost unmatched. Like almost he's yeah, he's incredible, incredible on the mic. Incredible. Like how he acknowledged the the fact that it was not an uncontested belt and that there was right right like i love that he brought that narrative in and he works really well with cardona as far as you got like not one is a true baby face but they work yeah. really well together yeah but i agree i yeah like this was it was a good match but it was not the match of the night for sure and like i don't think the 10 pounds of gold always has to be the main event. That's not really how wrestling works. The main event is supposed to be whatever the most important story at that time is. So if you're watching a WWE show, sometimes the, the, the heavyweight title might be defended first. I remember at WrestleMania in New York 30 or whatever number it was. And all like the, the show just opens and Brock Lesnar's music hits. And we're like, Oh shit, we're doing this now. Like it was the first match of the night. Yeah. Cause that's cause it was, it's a big match, but it wasn't the match, right? Later yeah. that night, it was the women's were the women were main eventing. WrestleMania was a big deal. Yeah. So 
it's the men's match can go anywhere it's mm. it's supposed to be the main event not the men's heavyweight championship so well and let's I see them fix that maybe they were thinking they were going to create the moment of the night with the kind of fuckery finish with somehow Rolando comes out oh, and, yeah. and it almost looks like but I'm like, yeah, okay, that's that's fine. And it was kind of fun and interesting, whatever. And Cardona's gonna leave and Bully Ray gets. I'm like, okay, well, there's a lot going on there, but as far as like actual impact and memorable moments, yeah, it was definitely the Camille Angelina love match. Well, I think you just captured it. So it's like Tyrus, we both have said we like him. He's actually really he's won us over, great on the mic. They've made his in-ring story believable, and I like that he's champion. But his matches, because of the limitations physically, you're not going to have those big moments, those memorable p- bumps. Um, and it's you you almost shouldn't put his match on last. You should probably put his match on first. That is mm-hmm. the opportunity to open the pay-per-view with, oh, shit, Tyrus comes out. What a way to start. Boom, right? Make it make it a big moment. Um, or if it's a two-night pay-per-view that they do two a year, have his match be the main event of night one. And then have Camille, yep. or or not even just Camille, whatever the main, if it's the tag belts that is the main story that's been driving power, that needs to be in the main event. Yep. If you always have the tag belts on the pre-show or on power, it makes those titles not seem important. They should yep. all be important depending on how good the story is. So Yeah. Oh, and we're dumb because you're trying well, yeah. to remember what the, what the other belt that changed hands was and i'm like yeah another belt that, yeah the tag titles our boys little rebellion lost it to the country oh, bumpkins the i mean country. the country gentlemen <laughs> right right that's why i blanked it out of my mind because <laughs> i i was upset by that <laughs> it didn't please me i only yeah, like not... I, I like half the country bumpkins uh mm-hmm. i'm not sure about, more than me <laughs> not sure about that team that won't last. I don't think that tag team will be uh, on top very long. So I don't either. I think it's a favor to one of them is like a second or third generation wrestler. So I think it's a favor to to their dad or whatever. And whatever, who cares? I mean, as long as it's pushing a, a story and they're exactly. fine. They're just for me. They're not memorable. So. No, exactly, exactly. So yeah. yeah, overall, I thought it was a good pay per view. Um, but I think that power since has been better and. Uh, yeah, I look forward to where they're going this year. The, the they added an extra pay per view, so I think it's they're doing five this year. I think they said oh, so. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing where that goes. Um, yeah, me too. What, uh, what else is there? What haven't we well, talked about? Do we want to talk about a couple big moments that happened after Enough said, or leave that because uh, our boy Tom Latimer finally got some gold? Oh right, T- TV title. I I was very happy about that. I was very happy yeah. about that. Um, that made me happy. He's he's just a good worker. He's he's uh, he's great on the mic. He's he's a prick that you like. He's very yeah. much like a stone cold kind of like baby face heel. Like he you like him even though he's he's not trying to make he's not trying to make you like him. <laughs> he's, yeah. Well, you know? and then he's another one of those guys that I've felt like NWA hasn't hadn't quite figured out how they were going to use him because. He was in strictly business stable at the time, and that was kind of his push and his involvement. And then it was just kind of off to the side and yeah, not really knowing where he's going to fit in. So, yeah, when he finally got the TV title, I was like, yeah, like Jordan Clearwater is fine. But how do we have a belt on him and not Tom Latimer? Right. He's kind of been yeah, there yeah. from the beginning. He's really kind of put in his dues. And Clearwater is young. He's young, and there's lots of time for him to to get titles. And I like I I think he's a good heel actually, but um, yep. I, I definitely don't think that. He, yeah, I'd I'd rather see Tom with the belt. I think so. Yeah, me too. Uh, what was the other thing you were going to mention? Was there? You said there was uh, a couple things. Oh, then there was the double title change for the women's tag. Oh yeah, that was so. I thought that was weird at the like in the exact moment it happened. But yep. then I realized, of course, it was. You just had a double title change, so yeah. that's actually kind of fun in a way. Like it's it's definitely doesn't happen very often. You know, mm-hmm. they've never done it on the show. Uh, I'm sure some people are griping about it, but of course, that, like we talked about earlier, they're writing it, not us. We're supposed to be reacting to what they gave us, and they gave us two title changes in three minutes. Two minutes, yeah. So that's the whole point of that. It was supposed to be like, what? Holy shit, what? It was basically like the the money in the bank in WWE. Right, somebody cashed in, comes down, and sometimes you see two title changes in 
in five minutes. So I, I, it was a shame for that one team to have it end so quick. Like you, you win and then you're done, but that's all part of the, part of the story they wrote. So I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. I don't, I don't want that to be a regular thing. I think too no. many people, too many people have title shots in their back pockets. That's the only thing about the champion series I don't like. I think yeah. just like the captain should win two, and he or she decides one Who other person them. that gets one. Yeah. To give out all these title shots, it kind of is it creates lazy writing for me. They can just uh, this week uh, it's this title match because well, they got a title in their pocket. A title match. They've also kind of gone to the well one too many times with uh, because it happened to Crimson and yes, another. I think Colby Carino tried it and wasn't successful. Yeah. Of like the champ wrestles and they just win and then it's like oh here comes the challenger. Like and it, it does always... feel like they're copying the Money in the Bank like because that's yeah. what it is right. So yeah, uh, I'd like to see them tweak it a bit because the actual tournament is fun. They mm-hmm. should just tweak the actual like prize so that it's it feels a little more original. It should feel a little more like their own thing that they have. Yeah, they all have all seven of them have it, but only one of them can cash it in. Yeah, that would be fun because then yep. who gets who's going to and make it so that they get infighting. Who's going to cash it in first? That would be fun. Yep, I agree. Back to the segment. If I ran this shit, this is what <laughs> we would do. Anyway, so <laughs> anyways, we did that segment already. We did. <laughs> um, there was one quick story I wanted to tell, and then we've been rambling on. We should probably wrap this sucker up. But I was, <laughs> thanks to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Quebec connection, all the, the last month we've watched so much of that kind of stuff and the interviews and the history and everything. We were on YouTube, and thanks to the algorithm, it pulled up, because of all the searches I've been making, a Ring of Honor Ladder War 2007. Oh, wow. Margo and I were like, that looks like Kevin Owens, but holy shit, I think that is Kevin Owens. We clicked on it. Kevin Steen was his name. <laughs> it was Kevin Owens in Ring of Honor. And he was fighting El Generico. This, <laughs> this, yeah, with the mask, luchador mask. And we're like, is that Sami Zayn? And it was Sami Zayn as El Generico <laughs> versus Kevin Steen in a ladder war match. In oh, 2016 years ago, I'm, I'm going to send you a link after this so you can check it awesome. out. Awesome! It was chaos. It was not your nice, friendly ladders that now what WWE uses. Those suckers still hurt. I guarantee that is like vicious pain. Yeah. But these were just home hardware ladders, and oh my god, we were watching. We're like, guys, you're gonna kill each other. Like it is. They did some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. That that made TLC look tame some of the stuff they were doing only because i know it didn't have the safety safety precautions (laughs) that wwe would have had crazy but it was so cool to see how long this friendship has gone and that they used to they used to be el generico and and kevin's it was just yeah it was great it was really cool i love seeing stuff like that so i'll send you a link so you can check it out it was really fun awesome that's super fun yeah um i don't know if i got anything else what about you uh nope not a lot i mean we've got our two little or two things at the end our tap out and our big push yeah my big push it's it's going to be redundant all the way to wrestlemania so my big yeah. push goes to Sami Zayn because he is he's doing he's the modern day mick foley he's doing stuff that that a guy like him shouldn't be in the position he is but you know what that's not fair to him because you just need to get the crowd behind you that's what pro wrestling is doesn't yep. matter what you look like. Doesn't matter anything. It just are, do the people support you, and if they do, to the moon, baby, to the yep. moon. So nice, Sami Zayn. Who's yours? Uh, mine's actually to a new promotion I've checked out, New Japan. Ah, strong. Nice. Like nice. they've got free episodes that come up every Thursday. Yeah. Granted, they're many months behind, but I don't care. It's new to me. So <laughs> really yep. enjoying the different style, the different presentation. And then within there, I'm really liking Aussie Open and Willie Mack. Yeah. And yeah, just totally finding. Yeah. It's just such a different but fun promotion. We're loving it. Yeah. I've been watching some, too. It's really fun. I, I want to watch more, but uh, and I, I, it's seven months behind what we're watching for free on YouTube. But it uh, yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, too. So. As far as tapping out, I don't have, I don't really have anything. It's been a pretty good month of wrestling. Nothing yep. really bothered me too much. And anything that I did, I already complained about. Pretty sure. <laughs> so I, I could say uh, e, uh, EC3 is mine. There you go. I'm tapping out on that guy. Yeah. 
uh, for me, it's this whole Aaron Stevens and uh, May Valentine love story thing. It's kind of <laughs> bothered me from the beginning, and then it culminated uh, yes. with their wedding. And yeah, wrestling weddings are always goofy, but I don't know <laughs> when something's just been grinding. Like I don't think it paints her in a great light, where she looks kind of naive and goofy at times. I love them both individually, and there was something there at the beginning, but I just let's let this thing just go away now, can we? I hear you. I have a soft spot for wrestling weddings. They're <laughs> almost always terrible, and for some yes. reason, I, I don't watch a lot of those reality TV relationship shows. In fact, I watch none of them. That would be the closest I get. I do enjoy yeah. a really garbage, terrible wrestling mm-hmm. wedding story, as long as it ends and never comes back, and they usually do. So Yes, yeah. but yeah, that makes me want to tap out. <laughs> excellent well uh where can the folks find you on the social medias uh why we see movies podcast on all forms of social media uh yeah we post probably not as often as we should how about you yeah that sounds familiar with this podcast <laughs> uh yeah, mr underscore media on instagram and mr dot media on the stupid twitter and that's it that's all nice. another episode in the bag Yay. i had a good time did you have a good time paul Absolutely, and look at us being like fairly regular-ish. On I schedule. know. Let's so. let's try to do this once a month at least Absolutely. for twenty twenty-three. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Do it. Um, well, that's it. We're done. We wrapped. And uh, as always, what should people do, Paul, if they got nothing going on? Go watch some wrestling. Yeah. All right, buddy. Check it out. Bye. Bye.